Hey girl, and welcome to the Love Unleashed podcast with your host, me, Nikki Syme. I am a love and relationship coach, and I am on a mission to empower women just like you in love, to ensure that you get to experience the most incredible loving relationship that you desire and deserve with week I am going to be opening up conversations around topics such as love, men, sex, relationships and dating and I will be going all in for you. There will be no stone left unturned girl so if you are ready to dive in let's get started. Hey goddesses and welcome back to the Love Unleashed podcast. How are you going? I hope that you guys are all well, that you're having an amazing time right now and that you're remembering to laugh and have some play in your life and really commit to just having more fun because I think, you know, something that's been really present for me lately is the awareness of how serious I can be and how so in my work and focused and driven, you know, it's the Capricorn in me, right? Where I'm just like, go, 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 that I forget to just stop and play and have fun. And then in those moments, so much comes through to me and so much more work actually gets done when I create that space for myself to express myself in that way. So that's something I'm really leaning into at the moment. So I really invite you to you know, look at your life and see, are you having fun? We're adults, yes, and we still get to have fun. I've got two beautiful boys, as most of you know, and I get to look at them every single day and everything that they do is with joy. Like they're so curious and they're just having fun. Like all they want is pleasure in their lives. That's all they care about. Um, And for some reason as women, like as, sorry, as we get older and we become adults, we forget that this part of us, this innate part of us still exists within us and gets to be celebrated and explored and, and it's okay, you know, there's so much joy in the play and we get to experience that even as adults. So my invitation to you, my loves, before we even get into the, the um, topic of conversation today is to really create space in your life to just play where you just turn everything off and you just go and set about having fun and that's your only intention it's just to have fun however that looks for you and if you feel so called then make sure you come over and join my soulmate attraction group and share in there what it is that you are doing to create more fun and play in your life because it's so powerful and something that we get to do we get to do it yes (laughs) all right my love so let's get stuck in Today I wanted to have a chat to you about five reasons why most people never experience the relationship that they actually really want. I wanted to give you some clarity, some value around this so that you can possibly, maybe, if anything resonates for you, um, you can create some changes to set about putting the wheels in motion for you to actually get what it is that you desire and love. And I think the biggest thing is believing that it's possible. So I'm going to start right there with number one being that one of like the number one reason most people don't experience what they want in a relationship is they don't believe it's possible. And when we don't believe something is possible, we allow ourselves to settle for far less than what it is that we actually deserve and desire. This is dangerous, right? Because this leads to unfulfillment. It leads to, 
you know, not having fun, not joy, being joyful, it can create a lot more resentment. We get frustrated at our partners. We don't feel connected. We don't actually feel like we love them that much because there's parts of them or parts of ourselves that we are ignoring and not honoring and because we have a belief system running that we can't have it all and we don't believe it's possible you know I've been guilty of this in the past myself where I've settled for relationships because he just seemed nice enough you know and I knew like my body and my soul knew that it wasn't right but I went against all of that because there was a little part of me that did not believe that it was actually possible to have everything that I desired in my relationship you know, I had my box, you know, I had my, um, and actually I didn't at this point, I didn't actually even really know what it was that I wanted, but I, you know, I have a list, I had a list. And when I finally kind of came to it and I look back at my previous relationships, I realized just how much I was letting slide because there was one, the desperation to be in a relationship and two, not believing that what I had actually written down and what I was actually wanting to call in was possible. Like this guy doesn't exist. How can this guy not exist? We're actually the opposite. It's like there's billions of people on this planet, right? Like how can he not exist? But we get impatient and we get fearful that we're never going to find them. And, you know, what if this guy that we meet who seems nice enough is actually the one? And what if we walk away and we screw it up and we get it wrong? You know, all of the stuff that plays out in our minds prevents us from really tapping into our soul and trusting ourselves and going, you know what? No, you know, this doesn't feel quite right. This just doesn't feel quite right. So I'm willing to create the space for believing that what I do want is available to me and walking away from this. Because when we actually also accept less of what it is that we desire into our lives, we actually block ourselves from receiving something better. And that's something I really want you to start believing is that every no is a sacred yes. Let that land. Every no is a sacred yes. A sacred yes to something better. Because every time I've said no to something, something better has come along. So it's really deeply trusting that. So number one, we don't believe it is possible. Number two, we are not willing to take responsibility for ourselves. So this is huge. This is huge because what often happens is that we get into relationships and it's all great and all fun at the beginning and then we start pointing fingers and then we start looking at what the other person's doing wrong and then we start, you know, criticizing and being judgmental and not appreciating and not being grateful and always looking outside of ourselves and being a victim, you know, not actually looking back and pointing the finger back at ourselves and saying, you know, what's my part in this? And this leads to relationship breakdown, right? Where it doesn't have to be that way. When we actually turn that finger and point it back, you know, one finger pointing forwards, three pointing back, yeah? So when we take that that awareness and we turn it around and we choose to look at our part in the relationship and our part of what's going on, then we have radical self-responsibility and we actually become more powerful and more control over what it is that we got, what is like happening in our lives and our relationships. We don't feel like a victim. We feel like a victor. We feel like we have, you know, the ability to actually create the change that we need to in order for us to actually experience what it is that we desire. Because the only person we actually have control, any kind of control over, is ourselves, right? 
We don't have any control over our partners. We can't make them do anything. We can express to them how we feel about something, but we can't make them do anything. The only person that we can actually create shifts and create change is with ourselves. So when we take, we step up and we take radical self-responsibility, that puts us in a position to be able to actually create more of what we desire in life as opposed to just settling, sitting back and pointing a finger and being a victim and oh, woe is me and my life sucks and why does this keep happening to me and all the other bullshit that we can come up with rather than being in that space, which is just, it's victim, it's powerless, right? We get to step up and be the victor and the queens in our lives and take responsibility for ourselves and do what we need to do within ourselves to be the best versions of ourselves, to then be be able to have the most incredible relationship that we desire. And if we still do that and the relationship doesn't shift, then you know that you've given it your all and you get to walk away. So taking radical self-responsibility. Number one, don't believe it's possible. Number two, not willing to take responsibility for ourselves. All right, number three, this is a big one, is rejecting love without realizing it. Let that one land, rejecting love without realizing it. So what often happens is that we think, oh, I love myself. We believe, we, we say it to ourselves. We say all the right words and we get into these relationships and we are unable to actually receive love. Now, there's a number of reasons why this can be happening. It can be stories, beliefs, not enoughness, all of that stuff that's going on. But it can also be that we don't receive the love our partners try to give us because they're not loving us in the way that we actually receive love. So if, you're in, if you know about the love languages, often what happens is that we love others in the way that we like to be loved. So for example, my love language is words of affirmations. And I will tend to pour like um, gratitude and tell my partner how amazing he is all the time and, and you know, express verbally uh, all the stuff that I love about him, right? Whereas he just goes, yeah, okay. And I'm like, what? what is going on? Like, how can you not be madly in love with me right now? And how can you not be doing everything that I want you to be doing when I'm pouring all of this love onto you? But that's the way I receive love. So for him, his way of receiving love is physical touch. So here I am loving him in the way that I think he likes to be loved because that's how I like to be loved. And in actual fact, not looking at him and going, okay, well, what makes him feel loved? And for him, it's touch. So when I shifted that and I started touching more and and expressing my love through that, whew everything changed the relationship just got better so how this works with rejecting love is that when we aren't willing to look at how the other person receives love and step into that space more so that we're actually loving them in a way then we're unable to receive it and also you know it can be like not being able to express like to say this is how I feel loved, not even knowing that that this is how we feel loved. These are the things that make us feel loved. There's like words of affirmation, um, gifts, I think it is, um, quality time. There's a few things. So I highly recommend jumping on. You can just Google um, love languages and figure, find out and do the little quiz and find out what your love language is because when we are aware of that, then we can actually ask for it. So 
that kind of went off topic a bit. So I'm just going to go back to the rejecting love without realizing it is that when we, we can be closed without realizing, we can be shut off without realizing. So we're unable to actually receive. And this comes down to our stories. This comes down to things like, you know, I'm not good enough. I don't know you know, I don't believe you. I don't trust him. So when we don't trust people, we don't trust ourselves, we don't trust others. So we can't open fully to be able to receive love. And these men are often, you know, for me, it was very much a case of I didn't believe I was good enough to be loved. So any guy that came into my life who tried to love me could not get through. He could not get through. And I could not receive his love because I didn't love myself. You know, when we actually deeply take that time to build that relationship with ourselves, to be able to then open our hearts to receiving love, that's where your relationships will flourish. Because can you imagine being with someone who's just completely shut down and everything that you try to do to love them or make them realize that you are loved, they're loved, they just keep shutting off. You know, it's that whole... You've got to believe, you've got to have that relationship with yourself first and love yourself first before you can receive love from another. So maybe you are rejecting love without realizing it. Maybe you are all about giving, 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 giving love and not able to receive. And if that's the case, then you get to, with this new awareness, create some changes around that to really deepen that relationship with yourself so that you are capable of receiving love. Because you are, you're worthy of it. You've just got to believe it. All right, number four, are you emasculating men without realizing it? Booyah. This is huge, especially, especially for us women. And this was something that I was doing without even realizing. I was just like, whoa, when I finally really stepped into this, I was like, holy moly, and started looking at, you know, taking responsibility for myself, looking at my past relationships and my current relationships, not even just in like relationship with my lover, but in life in general and how I was showing up and how I was treating men. Massive realization of just how much I was emasculating him and a lot of men. So emasculating, so what what this kind of means, just a really quick rundown on is we've got the feminine energy, the masculine energy. So this is not man, it's not man and woman in the physical sense, but it's the energy, it's the DNA that makes us, right? It's the biological stuff. And what happens is that we women often do things, say things, react to men in ways that it makes them feel emasculated, so less of a man. And what happens and how this can inf- impact your relationship is that then your man kind of starts dropping into a more feminine role and you come up into a ma- more masculine role and then you start getting turned off and you don't want to have sex and you start getting frustrated because he's not fucking manning up and he's not doing what you want him to do and he's just all of a sudden become this pussy dude and you're like, what the hell is going on? This is not the guy that I fucking signed on for. You know, I'm sure a lot of you have been like, well, in the beginning it was amazing and he just did all of these things without me having to ask for ask him and then all of a sudden it stopped. Emasculation. Boom, 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 boom. Fireworks, truth bombs, let it all land, girls, because this is probably the biggest thing like that is going to change your relationships. Really acknowledging how you emasculate men. So this can be um, rolling your eyes when they tell you a story, you know, shutting them down when they offer you a compliment, being super critical. Um, how else did it show up? Second guessing, like what he does and says, not trusting him, not, you know, if he plans something, trying to tear him down, making a fool of him in front of other people. Like all of these things that we actually often do 
without realizing like I was doing stuff that I didn't even realize was impacting him and funnily enough he became the more feminine in the, in the relationship he wouldn't organize anything without checking with me first and I'm like can't you just organize it and just tell me what's going on but he got to a point where I had emasculated him so much that he didn't know he didn't feel safe and confident he lost all of his confidence <clears throat> And then I'm like, well, I'm super unattracted and I don't want to have sex with you because I'm not attracted to you because you're not being a man or the man that I kind of signed on for. And what that I met, sorry, I shouldn't say signed on for, but you know what I mean? Like the guy that I first met who turned me on and was just like, boom, confident and sexy and rawr, all of the goods. But the biggest thing was the realization of how I had created that. And you know what? I love the feminist movement and what it has actually done for us and and, and forms of equality, but I feel like it's also fucked fucked us up massively and that we have shifted from these feminine divine women and feeling safe and, and strong and powerful in that space to feeling like we have to be more controlling and, you know, demean men more and tear men down more in order for us to feel powerful. And it's the opposite. In my personal experience, it's definitely been the opposite, is that the more I step into my feminine and allow that innate part of me to come through, the more he rises into his masculine, the more loved I feel, the more cherished and adored I feel, the more supported I feel, and the more powerful I feel. It's so beautiful. So really looking into that, ladies, you know, take that time to really observe and look back at your relationships and, and how you interact with men in general and, and see, are you emasculating them without even realizing? Boom, big one. All right, my loves, number five, that we don't believe you are worthy of love. One of the biggest reasons that people do not experience the relationship that they want is that they don't believe they are worthy of love. This is huge, huge. And you've got to shift this story. This has to change in order for you to be able to receive the kind of loving relationship that you want. You've got to believe you are worthy of it. Believe it is possible. Believe you are worthy of it. If there is any doubt there that you deserve to have an incredible relationship with a a beautiful man who loves and respects you and treats you like a queen, if there is any doubt there, then you will never experience it. This is so important. With building that relationship with self, with getting to know yourself, with loving yourself more, your worth, your self-worth will rise. Your confidence will rise. Your self-belief will rise. Your self-trust will rise. Everything will rise the more that you build that relationship with yourself. And I am so committed to this with the women that I work with and that majority of the time spent working together is focusing on building the relationship with themselves. And when that happens, they become a magnet for love. They become a magnet for incredible men. You know, if you're sitting there and you're frustrated because you keep attracting the same shitty fucking men into your life, it's because of what's going on inside of you. And that's not going to change until you change yourself. Please let that land. It will not change. You will continue to repeat the same kind of men into your life until you do something different. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's what you're doing if you are in going from relationship to relationship to relationship, having the same experiences and not changing anything. This is your invitation 
This is your wake up call. This is your slap in the face, whatever you need it to be to create the change that you need to create in order for you to love yourself more, believe in yourself more, believe in love more, to believe you are worthy of love so that you break that cycle because otherwise you're going to keep perpetuating the cycle of misery. When you are not born here to be in suffering all the time, you're not born into this world to suffer. You're born into this world to experience joy, to experience love, the highest vibrations. That's what you get to have, but you've first got to allow yourself to receive that. And you've first got to acknowledge that you are worthy and deserving of that. Because if you don't, then you're going to continue living out your days the way you have been, half-assed, unfulfilled, Probably in a lot of suffering and pain for the majority of it and wishing that something was different. Nothing's going to change unless you do, my love. So that's your invitation with so much love. All right, my gorgeous, gorgeous woman. I hope that you have gotten some epic value out of this, some aha moments, some like, whoa, realizations of, you know, anything that you get to kind of move and shift now to set about creating a new experience for yourself in love. Because it's available to you, my girl. It so is available to you. It's just you get to create and you get to decide that you're worth it and that it's your time to receive. Mm. If you haven't already, then please head over and join my Soulmate Attraction group on Facebook or you can find me on Instagram at Nikki Syme. I love you all. And if this has resonated for you or if you've just gotten so much out of this, then please, please, please share. I love you guys so much. I do this because I'm so passionate and I care. Like I really care about supporting and empowering you guys all in love. And I need your support to get these messages out there. So if it does resonate for you, if it does land, then please share it on your socials, tag friends in it subscribe leave a review let's get that message of love out there because you know right the world needs more of that all right my loves i love you all so much and until next time i will see you soon remember you are loved you are lovable and you are love Thanks for listening, goddess. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if so, please feel free to leave me a comment or review. Also, for more love vibes and daily inspiration, come and join me on Instagram at Nikki Syme. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon.